five, four, three. Now go. <laughs> Welcome to Ginger and the Beef, the podcast where Daryl has a hard time counting with his fingers. And uh, our opinions don't matter and we make everything up. Good one. I like um, it. Flying, flying by the seat of our pants here. That's the best way. That's the only way to do it when you're wearing a green sweater. You know, and, and the world is kind of throwing everybody on their ear these days. So, at least in Canada. How so? <laughs> do we really want to get that into it? We probably will eventually. But, yeah, yeah I have a feeling it has to do with um, rules and people in charge. Regulatory requirements. Yeah, uh, requirements. Maybe elections. Maybe, yeah. um, maybe just the fact that last week... We talked about making a seniors only fans and then fucking two days later, only fans announced that they're like, no more porn. Right? It's like I saw it coming. Well, now what Just do we kidding. do? That was well, gonna be no, our money they, maker. They've they've now suspended that that action. So they've they've backed off their statement and now they're gonna just allow it again. Oh really? Because of too much backlash. They must have heard the podcast. It was definitely us. Yeah. If we wouldn't have talked about the seniors only fans, they probably would have kept it going. They're but. probably like cringing so much they're like, We better just fucking keep going here. Well, that's why I that's why I was like, well, we'll call this episode "Cancel That" because cancel our fucking idea from last time, and cancel culture. That's a big thing these days. That's what we're doing. We're just canceling culture, right? Yeah, yeah. That's a way to do that. <laughs> so there, there's a, there's a snap election, September twentieth, yeah. federal election. Yeah. My only thing I want to say for those that actually care, listen, is don't vote liberal just because you don't like conservative. You have other options. Do your homework, vote for somebody that you genuinely think would be good leadership for the country. Because if you keep just voting liberal because yeah, like you Jack don't Meets like, Singh. if you don't like, vote, <laughs> if you just vote liberal because you don't like conservative, that creates a complete split vote on the other side of the spectrum, which then in turn leads to the liberals being reelected. Yeah, probably, but it's it's not that. Because some people vote for other parties too. There's not really much options. Let's be honest. But what I'm saying is like, don't like do your homework. Don't yeah, just don't vote, just vote just for the sake of voting. Yeah, yeah, don't just vote liberal because oh, I don't like the conservatives. I don't like Jason Kenney. There don't, are many other options. Also, don't just vote conservative because you don't like the liberals. And uh, yeah, that's what I mean. Is like you don't have to vote conservative if you don't vote liberal. You have other options, and those other options can be valid and can be. There could be a tighter race if people just actually did their homework and voted properly. Yeah. With actual research. Well, without getting too into it. That's all I ask. Unfortunately, here in uh, our riding, Isaac, we share a riding. We do. We got the same guy, Blake. Blake Richardson? Blake Blake Richardson. Unfortunately, there is zero doubt in my mind that no matter, unless he had some sort of huge fucking scandal come out right now, there's no way he doesn't win by a landslide. Like, he got like, I think, wasn't it like 90% of the vote last time? Something like that. It's going to happen again, even if he got 80. But you know what? Again, that is that is pretty much because nobody wanted to vote NDP last yeah. last provincial election. And nobody, Well, that was provincial. This guy's federal. I know. I'm saying like our last, the last vote we had in, in Alberta, uh, yeah. people were voting conservative just because they didn't want NDP. Yeah, that's Because fair. of Notley. Yeah, and now... A lot of people are switching back because they don't like Kenny. So like I said, yeah. I'm not swaying anybody one way or the other. All I'm saying is read. I'm going fucking purple just for fun. Because yeah. it's literally not going to matter. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, the, the the unfortunate thing is you vote purple and that just means that you're essentially throwing your vote away because they're not going to have any following. But yeah. 
but that's why. But you got to go where your heart our, our says electoral, to go. You know, our electoral system in Canada sucks. Yeah, it's pretty bad. No matter what we live, especially for people like in areas like us in the cities, in a lot of cities like Calgary, Edmonton included, even like Vancouver, even Kelowna, they swap because they're fairly close. A lot of them, like liberal, conservative, they're fairly close. Some have NDP that are very close or that win, obviously, in certain places. Um, here in Calgary, or at least especially rural, so we're we're north we're north of Calgary. We're Rocky View District. So us, Cochrane, and Airdrie with you guys and like all the little small towns in between, they're all a bunch of farmers who probably aren't going to vote some way different. They're definitely not going to vote re- liberal, that's for sure. No, but whatever. It doesn't really matter. Let's hope. Let's. I hope there's a change, and I hope it's a minority government. Yeah, minority governments mean people theoretically have to work together better. Yes, and like I just said to a friend of mine, if Trudeau gets a majority government, I'm moving to Iceland. <laughs> I won't. I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> I'm just go to the states. <clears throat> I'm selling off my assets and I'm moving away. You know what? I I'm not going to the states. Look at Joe Biden. They don't even let that guy talk anymore. No, he's they just going, shut his mic off. He's going insane. He can't even. They can't even. They they will not <laughs> even let him answer questions now because he's so fucking belligerently stupid. Yeah, his his sentences like like I and I urge what, people what sentences I, exactly. I urge people. Same thing you said to not vote. Just go watch his speeches. Watch them on YouTube. They're hilarious. Uh, well, they're not hilarious because he's the president, but. Trump was the president and he was an idiot too. That's fine. Presidents apparently can be idiots, but Joe Biden is so fuck. He's lost it. He's beyond. Yeah. It's the, and it's you know not what that, coherent. And, and, here, and this goes back to what we were just talking about. The only reason, and I mean, you could argue that the election was rigged and whatever, but nah. the, I, leave, I don't think there, well, I don't think that there was any doubt that there was tampering with the election. I think that's a fact, but, um, I don't know. Said I, haven't, that, I, haven't, I haven't seen the sources. There are, there are so many people who I watched like before the election, I watched countless videos of people just doing like social experiments with people randomly. They'd ask them like all these different questions about, you know, Trump or Biden. And essentially what it broke down to was they were just finding that people were only voting Biden because they didn't like Trump. Well, there was also a lot of, so they didn't, so they didn't know anything about Biden. They know fucking, they couldn't name one policy of his. But that's, they just but they voted for him, which is insanely dangerous as as a society as and as a as a country to vote for somebody to put them in power when you don't know anything about them. Well, and that's what people do all the time. People don't pay attention. That's why I say I I I, I, You're I saying digress. Fucking do your research. Do some get learned. Find somebody or a party or whatever that you think kind of aligns with your morals and your standards and what you think are good for idea ideas and stuff. Vote for them. Who cares if they're a smaller party? Fucking vote for him. Don't give Trudeau there's, free votes because he's the fucking liberals. There's a fucking, or he's not the the conservatives. They have, uh, and I know some people would be like, "Oh, fucking CBC is a liberal." Fucking, they are. It's a, a fact. liberal. Whatever. Go go liberal. They sure are in the news. However, when it comes to or their programming, especially, but when it comes to their actual news coverage, they're fairly even keeled when it comes to elections i would argue i would argue or i would i would question for anybody to find me an article that is anti-trudeau that's been put out by cbc i'm not talking about that i'm just saying i'm talking about their election coverage okay like when it comes to the elections and and having equal opportunity for so they allow everyone to uh all the political parties time to advertise during their programming mm-hmm. and it's even it's all the green party ndp 
uh, people's party yeah. whoever they all have the chance how do you um and then and then on top of that they also have the election calculator which i tried many different ways so it's kind of like an online tool where you can go go through a questionnaire i think it was like 50 questions and depending on what you pick and i kind of know because i understand in general what parties believe what but it would kind of align you with like a party it, it aligns it you with a party it would say you're like 30 percent liberal exactly 29 percent fucking conservative exactly and yeah so, and so but i've done it both ways i've done it super liberal i've done it super conservative and it tells me that i should vote conservative or i should vote liberal yeah so i've i've done it like to the extremes in my brain like oh to see how accurate i want to see how if they're going to make me vote lib if i just say i want everything you know super pc not pc do you know what i disagree you know what I mean? with in canada i disagree with uh advertisements like radio stations or whatever um, I know that they're privately owned. I know that there's like, you know, say X929 or CG92. Those are privately owned stations, right? Um, I get that. But they have quite a decent voice when it comes to like following of people in the city or in wherever they are. I'm shocked. They, Side note, I'm shocked at how many people still fucking listen to radio. I listen to radio at, the wor- at work all the time. I guess. Um, yeah, so what I don't like is I don't like them pushing their political agenda through their station via ads. So like I've been hearing on one station in particular, the same ad over and over again, like 10 times a day I'm hearing it. And it's like, all it, all it is is just like slamming Kenny and I'm not defending Kenny. I think he's a bit of a fucking idiot too, but I don't think that it's really that right personally for agencies like that to be pushing their political agenda on people. I think it's fine. And the reason why is because they're private companies and whoever's going to pay them can be the one who pays them. And they, I don't like it. They have the ideas or they have, they're allowed to push. Whoever owns that thing could push their political ideologies. It's, it's just unfair because they have, they have a bigger voice than other people. Right? Like, so that's why that's, I feel like it ends up being making things biased because then you're constantly hearing this and maybe it sways people the other direction. Maybe you hear that and you're like, fuck those guys. I'm going to vote for that person. You're hearing it and you go, ah, fuck that. Yeah. Right. So hopefully that happens to more people, but, um, I don't know. I think I, I'm, I'm glad there's an election. I think it's a stupid time. Like it's not, it's perfect for Trudeau. This is, Oh no, it's good for this him. This is exactly when he thinks that he has the strongest footing and the best chance to get reelected. hundred percent. That's the that's same the reason. only reason he's doing a snap vote or yeah. snap election. And that's the same reason that, uh, Harper did it. Yeah. That's the same reason we did it in Alberta a couple of years ago beforehand. Yeah. Cause they thought that they could still win. So, but anyways, yeah. So fuck. There's our Elections. short, our short political vent. We'll have we'll have Ryan and Dan on, and we'll argue uh, about uh, politics at, yeah, at some point. If Dan lives in BC, and they're kind of fucked in BC. Yeah, but he lives in Penticton, and he's fairly even keeled. He is, but strangely enough, yeah. considering his upbringing and and where he came from and all that stuff, yeah. he's from Hippieville, <laughs> Nelson, BC. Fucking what? fun times. Whoa, man, bro. Um. <laughs> hey, anyway, cheers. 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 What are you drinking? Uh, this is a uh, BC tree fruits. Speaking of. Mm. Uh, Chelsea and her kids, my my wife's really good friend from the the Okanagan, came last week and we said, hey, we want this booze, this booze, and this booze. So Michelle got some wine from Nermata. I got some different ciders that you can't get here. Nice. So I got the rosé, BC Tree Fruits. Which That's is, a rosé. Try that thing, man. Just a rosé? It's a rosé cider. Oh, rosé. And, uh, and then I got the plum and basil cider. Fucking delicious. And then just the... It's nice and light. Like it's not too, it's not too sweet. There's no. It's like drinking flavored water. Yeah, but it gets you drunk. <laughs> I mean, it's great. 
It's 5%. 5%. But, uh, but yeah, so we got that. So it was kind of nice having someone come out, but she came out and we were asking because all of a sudden last week, BC was like fucking hammer down. COVID's back. We're shutting everything down again. Um, and well, it started in the Okanagan, which she's from Kelowna and now it's the whole province again. But, um, it was kind of, kind of nice seeing her, having her come here and then walking around with them. We went to global fest. Have you ever been? Nope. So it's like fireworks shows. It's fucking cool. Um, I've heard about it. Yeah. It's, I don't know if it's worth the money. We had free tickets, but, um, it's like 25 bucks a person, but the fireworks shows at least half an hour long. Like it's the best fireworks show I've ever seen in life, in real Shit. life. Like really cool. And it's a competition. So if you go, Salia and Riley, my sister-in-law and brother-in-law get tickets every year and they go and they go like the week long yeah. show. So they go see like four or five of the nights or whatever. So they get to see all the countries competing. So I saw China. They went last Saturday and on fucking kids outside running, making noise. <laughs> Love it. Um, Goddamn stick. <laughs> God damn. Fucking big daddy's so good. <laughs> That's God my boy. Stick. <laughs> what do you want? What do you want? 30 packets of ketchup. Sorry. Frank, I, what's his name? Frankenstein? Yeah. So I actually, this is totally off topic. My brother-in-law, I, we do a, a secret, secret Santa every Christmas. We just yeah. do, instead of buying gifts for everybody, it's a waste of money. Uh, we just do a secret Santa. So I had my brother-in-law and... You know, it, it, I got it. I got it around. It ended up being pretty well known that I. I think I had do him. You have a, do you have a limit? We do. Yeah, like fifty bucks. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's cool. di- it's you know slightly different depending on the year. So okay. we've gone from like twenty to fifty to I think we did one hundred one year. Holy but either way, shit. I know, I know. But no, no, uh, but you're buying one. Buying one present. That's it. So, sorry, I, I will let you get to the story. Yeah. I apologize, but I'm just curious. So, do you and Amanda still buy each other gifts? Uh, mostly silly now, like. I get, I got something for Amanda last year, um, and she got me a, a killer gift for Christmas last year. But uh, it kind of just depends. Like we, it's like an unspoken thing between her and I. Like we just kind of yeah. get each other something. Just but then you still take part want, in the. But family. we take part in the family gotcha. gift exchange. Cool. Um, my brother-in-law, he asked. He was somebody asked him. They're like, "So, Kev, what do you want for Christmas?" And he said, 30 packets of ketchup." So he quoted Big Daddy. So yeah. I got him. His, I got him a, a Christmas present, but. The first present I gave him was just a box with a Ziploc bag filled with 30 packets of ketchup. That's awesome. Yeah. It was good. <laughs> I love when people take things literal. Way to go. Yeah. Way to go. We were talking uh, about uh, travel a second ago and and Chelsea coming out here. So what I was getting at was yeah. I, I went on a tangent for Global Fest and the fireworks, but what I was getting at was it was different for them because even in, in BC, they kind of lifted a lot of mask rules. But it wasn't the same as when they were here at the mall and here, like, where no one wears them. No one wears anything anywhere. And our numbers are fucking going up. Whatever. It's going to happen. They said that. Yep. They, they're like, we're just canceling it because it's something we're going to have to live with. And I hope they stick to that. I agree. I hope they just let people make their own decisions. Unlike BC, who was like, yeah, we're going to cancel the rules. Oh, shit. Numbers are going up again. Let's add the rules back. Yeah, so here and here's my argument for and again this goes to private companies, right? So the rule in Alberta and BC and whatever is like any privately owned establishment, they're allowed to put in whatever rules they want. They're a private company. They could tell you you have to come in in your underwear. And if you want to come in, you have to come in in your underwear. Yeah, fair but enough. The the whole sports thing. So I heard this this guy uh interviewed about it and I kind of like I liked his stance on it. A player? 
No. Oh, okay. Uh, it was a lot a, of players. It was actually a too. season ticket holder. Did you hear about that one? In Calgary? He's, he's been, no, Edmonton. Oh, yeah. He's been a season ticket holder for the Edmonton Oilers since like the 80s. So like almost, I think it was like 39 years he's been a season ticket holder. And he essentially, his his stance on it was just like, look. So he spent. It's not thousands, thousands and thousands. And he said thousands. on top of that, like his memorabilia is like ridiculous. Yeah. So like he's a massive Oilers fan. And, yeah. he, and he is giving back his season tickets because they're saying that you have to proof. Prove you have to have proof of vaccination and his stance is not one way or the other his stance is just it's not the government's business to know what your vaccination status is and i don't disagree with that i think and I, I like i agree with you i think i, I don't disagree with that at all like i think that if you want to get vaccinated awesome Great. if you don't want to get vaccinated that's your choice what he said same thing essentially and he just said if you are scared of getting sick and you don't want to be exposed to a virus and whatever else, he said, then don't fucking go to hockey games. Don't go put yourself in a building full of like 20,000 people. Exactly. We talked about that a few weeks ago. So like the whole, they're making everybody in order to be able to go to a Flames game or in order to go to an Oilers game or in order to go to a Blue Jays game, you now have to show proof of vaccination. That yeah. seems like it's just, it's getting out of hand now. Now well, it's like they're never going to relinquish this crazy control over well, people that is one side of it there's provinces and states that are doing that as a whole mm-hmm. bc's doing that mm-hmm. for the most part as a province oh you can't go to restaurants new york did it you can't go to a restaurant unless you show you're fully vaccinated you can't yeah. do Can a lot of said, shit you can't do when you unless you're fully vaccinated and that shit it's like and and it's i don't i'm not trying to get all conspiracy theory but it's a, that's one right and i'm not again I'm vaccinated. Fuck. I'm fully vaccinated. I'm I'm fine with it. I made that decision. I'm happy with it. Doesn't mean I still am not worried sometimes because my main reason was anxiety for myself. Yeah. And that's why I got the vaccination, whatever. But I'm I still don't believe or feel that anyone should be able to stop you from doing something, whether you are or not, like you said. So taking that right away, the right to be able to walk into a store, which I guess what they're saying is, oh, it's a private business, so you don't have a right to come in here. We choose who comes in. Yeah, so, and then like, but but when and that's, I disagree with it, but that's understandable. When the government tells you mm-hmm. that you can't go places because you're unvaccinated, that's taking your right to just any freedom away. And that's the thing, and that's what I always fight for. Being a Canadian is I fight for our rights and 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 what the country's always stood for in the years, and that's just. You have uh, a right to voice your opinion. You have freedom of speech, which is dwindling. And I think that vaccination. We, we don't technically like, have freedom of speech in Canada. You know what I'm saying, though? I know. Yeah, I know. Um, it's not in our constitution is what I'm getting at. Well, we can get into that, but I, I would we argue that Canada doesn't have anything, any such thing legally anyways. But anyways, um, we we need to protect rights and freedoms of, of, of ourselves and our civil liberties in order to stay like a a fucking functioning country like the fact that they're trying to say you have to get a vaccination you have to take this medicine like that's a choice that should be a choice for somebody it shouldn't be a a, a, um it shouldn't be a mandatory thing like that's nuts i don't disagree that like you said like i think that you want to get vaccinated great like vaccines work vaccines have been being used for years and years and years and vaccines now the pfizer vaccine is now fda approved I is think the Pfizer one still FDA approved? Pfizer is FDA approved now. It's fully FDA approved. I thought the Pfizer one, they kind of said, no, no. this one's not good anymore. No. Oh. The Pfizer one is the only one that is currently now FDA approved. So I think like, again, beating a dead horse, but 
you they, they should never tell you you have to take this medicine in order to live a normal life. Like in order to go out and do things that you want as a human being and and has a free country, that's crazy. Yeah, well, and that's that's why I love that video of Trudeau in Calgary the other day. I look, but don't get me wrong. I'm part of the problem. I, I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say I voted for him the first time. There was two things that he said he was going to do that I was like, legalize marijuana. I want that. that was one of them. But the other one was fucking electoral, which, or, right? Fucking stoners. But he said he was going to do electoral reform, and I was like, fuck yeah, because I hate our system. And then he didn't. And then he's like, no, it's too hard. We're done. And they just never went and did it again. So it's like, well, you just lied to me. So I'm not going to vote for you again. That and he's like crippling Canada financially. Well, yeah, there's that. (laughs) And he was doing that beforehand. You know, he was doing it a bit beforehand and then COVID hit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how the future of the Western nations are. Are going to be well, and and here's the thing: is like it's a can of worms, right? It's a it's a slippery slope. The more and more control that that people start giving the government and allowing the government to use and allowing the government to implement, the less and less freedoms we're going to have because they're going to continue to impose these. Like now, and that's, in, now and that's they're doing a, a booster shot. Like how long is it going to be now? Mark my words. I I'm sure eventually it's going to be a mandate that you have to get a third shot, a third booster shot, because they're doing it in I think India. And, and or no, working. Israel, maybe Israel, but they're Israel's doing like the most they're doing it because they say that it's effective to Delta variant, but they're putting a six month uh, expiration date on it. Yeah. So essentially they're saying, okay, now it's not, si- now it's not, months. now it's not, okay, you can get vaccinated if you want. Now it's get vaccinated. Now that they're vaccinated, they're saying now you have to get a third shot and it's only good for six months. So you have to get it every six months. That is fucking crazy. That's. I wonder who's saying that. Is it Pfizer? That's Israel. No, no, but Pfizer but, did. But is it, I think is they did Pfizer, research. Is Pfizer, that Pfizer is the one. Pfizer is the one that they've been finding because it's the FDA approved one. I think that's the one that they're finding. They're doing more studies with to find uh, through quote unquote research whether or not that's effective or what is an effective route to take for fighting these variants. And they're saying that taking a third shot, a booster for the Pfizer, is going to be a, more effective against variants. Yeah. So what you were just saying a minute ago about just more about and more taking, shit is going to continue to stack up. Yeah, and taking the right of us to do go to a hockey game away. I know we argue the right thing, but taking that away from us potentially is is the first step in taking something else away. Yeah, long term, and like, that's like how long is it going to be? Scary. How long is it going to be before you have to be vaccinated, proof of vaccination to vote? Yeah, how long like, is it going to be until we turn into Australia? Honestly, like it's not going to be, it's not going to be far off if things go the, the keep going the way they're going now. Yeah. it's fucking terrifying. So we'll see what happens. But remember, everybody, this is the Ginger and the Beef Show. Our opinions don't matter. No, and we're not that educated, but we try <laughs> to be. But uh, I guess it was kind of fun. I, I like that there's no rules in Cal- in in Calgary. Not no rules, but but I went to a wedding on Saturday. Nice, and it was there was 80 people there, and I have another wedding this Saturday. Who's wedding on Saturday again? This last one? Yeah. Shout out to Amanda in Dallas. Congratulations, guys. One of our biggest fans, Amanda. Nice. Listens to all our episodes. Congrats. Congrats to them. Weddings are fun. I got to tell you about this wedding, dude. I, I guess I'm not a package deal with, with beef, I guess. No, 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 no. No, you're not. <laughs> they never they never came to stay at your house when you lived in Kelowna. That's true. But no. uh, Amanda in Dallas had a great... So it was, I loved it. Sorry. Excuse me. In the afternoon, it was like, I think, 3.30 or 4 was the actual ceremony at and it was at the venue so you do the ceremony outside it was kind of rainy kind of windy but it was perfect it it was not raining as it happened the wind picked up as soon as it was over um so it was at the venue 
And then there was cocktail hour 20 minutes later, like right afterwards. We all went inside and then it's cocktail hour. And then the food came and it was just like a standard wedding. Everyone's at their tables. There was 80 people there. So it wasn't as huge or as big as they originally had wanted it to be. My wedding was 60, 60 or 65 people. The what, sorry? My wedding. Oh. It was like 65 so, people, yeah, I think. So theirs was about 80. So it was a bit bigger than yours. Yeah. Um, and then the food buddy. Like food guy. Food buddy. It was so fucking good. They had, they, it's called, uh, shout out to these guys, uh, Jane Bond Barbecue in nice. Calgary. And they do catering and barbecue. So Amanda, whose wedding it was, said, oh, don't you worry. We're, the food's going to be amazing. And then I saw barbecue. I'm like, oh, good. So it was like pork belly, brisket, ma- smoked mac and cheese, amazing potatoes, corn on the cob, Ugh. all the meats. They had a vegetarian option. For There's a bunch of people there who I think Amanda used to be. I don't know if she still is a vegetarian, but either way, there was a vegetarian option. And it was fajitas, and it looked great. It was just vegetable fajitas. Um. Anyway, and then we were all so full at dinner, everyone. And then there was desserts that you could have and coffee and more drinks. And there was a dance down floor under in the basement. And then at 930, the poutine truck came by. Oh, my God. It was fucking amazing. <laughs> like, and it was and it was the Jane Bond barbecue, their food truck. So it was pulled pork poutine. It wasn't just normal. Oh, that's sick. It was Amazing. And I wasn't that drunk because I was driving. Actually, I wasn't drunk at all, I should say. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't that drunk. I wasn't that drunk. I only had like seven beer. I'm good. No, I only had two drinks. And Michelle had way more. She turns in. She almost she almost clicked over to crazy Michelle. She didn't quite get there. So, Ooh. But she hasn't drank in over a year. Crazy. So, yeah, it was. It I was, mean, she had a baby. Yeah. Well, she did. So, she got pregnant. Yeah. And then, yeah. It's a good um, thing. It's but good she, thing we had a blast. And we stayed there till it shut down at midnight. Slee and Riley were here watching the kids, and uh, it was it was a great night out, fun wedding. Didn't feel uncomfortable at all. I thought maybe I would beforehand, yeah, but I didn't feel uncomfortable. I felt fine around people, and it was tight quarters too. And it was just like fuck it. If someone gets sick, someone gets sick. We have another wedding this weekend, and it's a little different. It's Slee and Riley's wedding this weekend. Yeah. So Riley, good buddy of, of, of us. I think he still listens. So he's a friend of the podcast. We'll say that. <laughs> um, so Leah, I don't think she listens. But if she does, hi. <laughs> but it's their wedding this weekend. And they were supposed to do it last year. And then obviously COVID canceled. So they moved it to this year. And they were originally going to do it at a venue and all that stuff. And then because they didn't know what the rules were back in spring, they decided, fuck it. We're doing it at their at my in-law's backyard. But to me, it seems like it's... Like I'm the MC of the wedding, which is sweet, and my dad's doing the wedding, uh, like the ceremony, and and then it's gonna be like appies and stuff. But I just don't know what to expect in a backyard. I have no idea. It'll probably be how super chill. Look. And I know on Saturday I have to help do stuff. I just don't know what I'm doing. I'll just kind of whatever they need me to do. But like that's why Michelle went to Calgary tonight, so she's helping set up. But yeah, but it's kind of kind of funny how how just two opposite types of weddings right away. And I haven't had a wedding in over two years. I haven't had a wedding since my wedding. And it's sad because I love going to weddings. I love getting dressed up and drinking and having a good time. That's one thing I really liked about this wedding last weekend. No kids. Like no it was on the, allowed? it was on the invitation. No I kids. Think, I think aside from our like wedding party, cause we had flower girls and Marshall was in there as well. Yeah. Um, we, other than that, I think there was, we had no kids as well. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, there was no other kids, and it was, and that was that was our kind of our choice. Like we we just 
want everybody to to chill and and we wanted that that vibe and and it worked out that's what was nice is in the speeches they could say like because especially this last one you know they might swear sometimes they're that kind of a family right yeah so they could you don't have to worry yeah right and i like i just don't want to bring my kids to a a party like that i'll bring my kids to a wedding weddings are fine but yeah that was like a fucking it was it was a party it was a good time toonie bar that's the best way to do it, man. Oh yeah, because I and this is we did a Tooney bar at our wedding, and we were told by the by the venue because we were kind of on the on the fence whether we wanted to do a Tooney bar or whether we wanted to do an open bar, and they said they're like he's like they're like even if you can don't do an open bar because you'll just waste so much more booze, and we're like well why? And he said anytime you have an open bar, people just they get a drink and they don't care about it so they'll take a drink out of it or two drinks three drinks whatever put it down they put it down forget about it go get another one because it's free yeah so they just waste and waste and waste whereas a toonie bar at least they have a little more responsibility over their drinks and they're not just being so flagrant about wasting alcohol because even a toonie bar you're you're still paying and then you're usually tipping too yeah so all the money that you get from your toonies going toward that just goes towards the bill yeah so you're still paying some of the bar you're just getting basically a discount by the toonies that are collected for your your bar. Yeah. Well, and then there's even at this last one, there was a bunch of people. I kept going up to the bar and getting drinks for Michelle, and because I was making sure they were singles. <laughs> I'm that guy. Um, but Yo. I kept going up, and every, every third time I went up or second time I went up, it was like, no, no, someone put a twenty down. People just kept putting a twenty dollar bill down, saying, "Keep the running tab." Nice. Which is great because. So we did it one time too. Like it's like oh, I would have spent at least this by now, so let's yeah. just throw it on. Yeah. And then I took five bucks and put it in the tip jar or whatever. And it was just it was good. It was yeah. a, it was a good time. And they just went on their honeymoon and they they were originally last year I think they were gonna go on a big a big trip. Um now they're just going through B C but apparently they're not allowed to go into Cologne anymore. The Cologne hotels canceled on them. Yeah. Well like, BC had, shutting down, man. Yeah. They had reservations in Kelowna and they canceled on them. Celine and Riley are supposed to go on their honeymoon in and I think they're going in the middle of September and they're going to go to the States, but yeah, the States hasn't opened up yet. Technically. Yeah. My, my in-laws and uh, my brother, my wife's uh, brother, my brother-in-law, uh, their, her, his family and, and my in-laws, they all went to the Island uh, for a week. I think it was a week or 10 days. Um, <clears throat> and that was like kind of right before they started shutting things down. They got back like, and then like, the week they got back, that was the week they started shutting things down in BC. So they were lucky. They went to the Island. They went to uh, visit family out there and, and, they had a killer time. It was uh, it was cool. I wish I we had gone, but uh, it wasn't in the cards for us this year. Maybe next year, but that's only if BC's open next year. So, yeah, who fucking knows? Who fucking knows? Are you getting? Were you seriously moved to Iceland? Oh yeah, for sure, hundred percent. Why Iceland? Kyrgyzsnek? I don't know because it looks really really cool in fucking Urkigsnek. Urkigsnek. It looks really cool in Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Speaking of that, is it is it Greenland or Iceland he goes to? Both. Okay, well, either way, uh, the place Aaron, longboards. Aaron went to Aaron went to Iceland. Yeah, so Aaron, that's, I saw that's, pictures, and it's like fucking beautiful. I have at Leogood or whatever that and volcano it, is. Doesn't it? It kind of neighbors Canada, so technically, I yeah. guess. Yeah, um, it looks amazing. Aaron's pictures Incredible. when he went there, and like I've watched obviously departures when they go there, and that Zac Efron show when he went to Iceland, and all. I didn't this. watch that one. Pretty good. Yeah, it's, I heard it was pretty good. Yeah, I didn't mind it. It's no departures, but I didn't mind it. But even I just watched Secret Life of Walter Mitty with Marshall a while ago, and then I just started watching a little chunk of it again today. I fucking so love that movie. It's so good. Everything, I, everything from like the the way they shot it, 
the, the music, places, the locations they shot in, the yeah. music and the story, like it was story, just fucking the great. Acting, the yeah. just the whole thing. It's whether perfect. you whether you like Ben Stiller or not, it's definitely a, a must watch. It's it's beautiful. Like, I couldn't I couldn't believe that Aaron hadn't seen it, and then we were talking about it, and then he watched it, and he was just like flabbergasted. It's so good. Yeah, and I like I, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and someone was saying it was shit, and I'm like, who? Th- invited you <laughs> like delete immediately you're a fucking idiot buddy you suck it's so good hey it's, i recommend you it, try another sport <laughs> like knitting <laughs> uh secret life from walter mini like i have to kind of redo my top 10 movies of all time because i'm pretty sure that's in there i i still can't do a t- top 10 it's so impossible because one day it's one thing and the yeah. other day it's another but I'd not say, to mention like genres like i could do top 10 of each genre so i'm going indie dramedies okay yeah. So Secret Life of Walter Mitty's in there for sure. 100%. The Hollers is in there for sure. 100%. Garden State's in there for sure. Yep. Like, and then it's, yeah, there's, anyway. What what would you classify High Fidelity? Early 90s comedy. Yeah. Mid 90s comedy. Because it is kind of like a romantic. It's, it's, yeah, it was on a It's all about relationships, right? Yeah. So. Um, But it's, it is, it's got that indie comedy feel. It's kind of like, it's not the same at all, but Empire Records, which isn't, a romantic comedy but it's like a yeah 90s uh, like I, maybe it's a teen comedy i don't know there's your cat that hates me there's the cat that by the way was a little bit of a shithead this last week oh last two weeks i'm so surprised remember how we talked about the hamster smell downstairs and how i thought it was the mouse is it him yeah what was he doing behind the drums we found piles of shit and piss wow the only time he did this in the past was when Marshall was born. So he's probably been doing it for a couple months since Emberton came. Fuck, eh? Fucking asshole. Dick. Loses a little bit of attention and fucking shits on the floor. That's why... So now the bedroom doors are all closed downstairs. And he hasn't done it since. Cats are like... They can be like that, you They're know? They're vindictive cunts they sometimes. Are, and very passive aggressive, you know? Mm-hmm. They won't tell you. No. They won't sit there meowing at you. They'll yeah. just be like, oh, really? How about this then? Like a dog will come sit on your lap. Even if it's a hundred pounds and be like, walk me. Yeah. Whereas the cat will be like, mm, you're not giving me attention. I'm a shit in a corner where you don't know where it is for months on end. Well, and that's what it is. Yeah. Like there was piles of it and it's like fuckers. Yeah. So not luckily we had those fucking like there's t- soft foam puzzle piece mats for kids. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Colors, yeah. whatever. We had those underneath the drums. So that's where most of the piss and shit went was on. That's there. good. So we threw a bunch of those out and. Still going to have to throw out the rest. We cleaned some, but you can still kind of smell it. So we're going to throw out the rest and do a, a, a fucking clean. Cat piss is hard to get out, bro. Well, we're going to get it. We're going to get a rug doctor. Yeah. Fucking clean up the floor and, and go to town. Yeah, Bubba. But I know. I don't know if I ever. Sorry. I was, I'm all over the map today. But a second ago, we were talking about honeymoons. Did you. Where did you guys go? We did a. Did I ever ask that? We did a wine tour in BC. Oh, that's yeah. right. We went to the gas so house we, together. Yeah, so we did Got a some schnitzel. Yeah, we did a. Uh, we stayed in Peachland, uh, up on the hill in a nice Airbnb. It looked over the lake. It was fucking beautiful, and we spent a week just basically touring around. We did every wine touring area in the area, from OK Valley to Naramata to everywhere. And I think, aside from all the wine that did, we tasted, did you go home with cases of wine? I was gonna say, aside. Uh, beyond all the wine that we actually like tasted and like spent money on on the tours we also came home with an additional i think like nine hundred dollars worth of wine it was awesome and that at that time we were dinks we had dual income no kids we had 
yeah. money to spare. And we just had boxes of wine in the back of our, not boxed wine. We had cr- like the boxes of no, wine bottles know, that I they know, come like in. The 12 packs. We had like four boxes full of wine bottles. I think we yeah. came home with like 38 bottles of wine. That's so, awesome. And it lasted us because then shortly after, I think, I don't, I, my wife would know the numbers, but shortly after we got married is when we started trying to have kids and we got pregnant. So once the wife knew she was pregnant, she was like, you're not allowed drinking any of the wine that we bought until I'm, until I'm allowed to drink it with you. You can't drink any of that wine. because It's not fair. And I was like, okay, so that wine lasted us like two fucking years. Oh, is it gone now? It's been gone for a while. Yeah. Oh, okay. But it yeah. lasted us probably just under two years. Did you guys do Elephant Island when you were there? Of course. Yeah. So that's what Michelle got and, Chelsea to bring. And they don't make just fruit wine anymore. They make grape uh, wine. Grape wine as well. Nice. And they're they. I think it was. Uh, I love their fruit wines in general. They're so fucking good. I think it was a Merlot. One of one one of their wines. I can't do red wine. Oh, I love I love red wine. I can't wine. do it. I don't know why. It's it has to be the right ones though. Like there's there's definitely some red wines that are just a little too heavy for me, and they just basically just the smell of them gives me a headache but you get like a good like a i like blends like some of the there's a couple of wineries that do these like i think it's one's meritage bodacious i learned a lot about them actually and i've forgotten about most of it by now but there's like a, i think if i'm not if i'm not mistaken meritage is like a certain blend that only select you're only allowed to like make a meritage if you have certain credentials or something like that it was some weird thing we learned about it when we were there but we bought one that was like it was like a four-year-old meritage and we i think we didn't drink i drank for another year and a half after we bought it and buddy it was fucking lights out i would like i kind of can't wait till the next time i go to the actually well we're going to the okanagan at christmas time if it's not shut down We, we chelsea's mom because chelsea like i said they were here Chelsea's mom lives in Lake Country, and she was here with her and the kids because yeah. her husband works in Manitoba right now. Um, so Chelsea's mom's like, well, "You guys can just you guys can stay at my place," and so she's either gonna stay with us and we'll have the master, and she'll take the spare room, or she's gonna stay at Chelsea's house. So we have a place to stay while we're there. More money um, for wine. Well, that's it. I think I kind of want to do a couple wine tours, bring some, oh, yeah. get some wine, especially yeah. in the wintertime because it's you know it's just kind of fun down there. Well, again, we'll see if it's open. <laughs> There's, I'm trying to remember which one. I, th- I want to say it's, uh, it's I'm, I'm, I'm forgetting the name of it now, but there's one that uh, they have like a petting farm or petting zoo, not petting zoo, but like they have a bunch of like goats and other, a bunch of other animals. Is that around. Naramata? I think it's in Naramata and they make good wine and they make you happy because you get to pet cute animals. So, you know, it was kind of, there's also peacocks in Naramata, A. I don't know if you saw them. If you went downtown near Mana, there's peacocks there. There's chickens in Hawaii. That's true. Yeah. B, there's B, there's uh Naramata has one winery and I cannot remember what it's called, but they have Gewurztraminer slushes. It's they're unreal. They're so good. And I don't then, like I don't like pronouncing it, but I do like Gewurztraminers. They're, well, they're super tasty. sweet. Yeah. yeah. And then and then three, I said A, B, and three for fun. I was listening okay, to Biff. <laughs> No, not Biff. Buzz. Buzz. Sorry. I was listening to Joe Rogan and Neil Blomkamp. Do you know Blomkamp? Whatever. Do you know who that is? Nope. He's a movie director. He directed uh, Neil Elysium Blomkamp. No, who's the other one? You said something. Joe something? Rogan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but Neil Blomkamp was his guest, and he directed Elysium and Chappie and District 9. Okay, yeah. The South African ones. But he's from. he was born and raised in South Africa, moved to Vancouver when he was a teenager, and then grew up finished high school there and then went to Vancouver film school or whatever. Yeah. Um, 
anyway, it was just kind of fun listening to him talk to Joe Rogan about where he lives now. He's like, yeah, I live in I live in a in the, what's called the Okanagan Valley, and he talked about the Okanagan Valley. I'm like, fuck yeah, I used to live there. And Joe Rogan, they were showing pictures of it, and Joe Rogan's like, wow, that's like gorgeous. And then he's like, and I live in Naramata, so here's my place. He showed pictures, and he's up on the hill, and he's got, he's got, he's surrounded by vineyards and wineries. Yeah. And then, you know, just hearing them talk about it, I was like, fuck, I wish I lived in Naramata. Yeah, it's, just, be- it's, it's beautiful. It's so nice. Like, I'm, I'm glad I don't live there anymore. I'm, yeah. I'm glad I have family and friends and stuff here, but. It's a beautiful place. It's gorgeous. Definitely would be nice if it opened back up so we could actually go there and spend time. And spend money. And spend Help money. Help their economy, yeah. you know. Fuck them though, right? They are not going to take us. They can't take a joke. Fucking blockheads. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, I just thought it was cool listening. I love. I, I feel like I'm part of an inside club when I hear anything oh, that yeah. has to do with something that I know. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like if somebody. I've heard people talking. Like, I've come into conversations where they're talking about Kitimat and LNG projects, and I'm like, I grew up in Kitimat, and they're like, "What?" And I tell them all about it, and they're like, "They're like, well, so what's the weather like? You guys don't get much snow, hey? It must be pretty like." coastal there and i'm like you get i'm like you get probably the most snow there yeah you have the most i i don't know if this for, is still for, is real stat but the most snow removal equipment per capita in canada i don't i don't know about that stat but i wouldn't be surprised but we did i think for a while we did have the largest snowfall in a 24-hour period in canada for a while fuck yeah we're talking about feet of snow and like to the point where a lot of the houses there they have they've, they're built like there's a lot of bungalows and a lot of those bungalows have sections of roof that need to be shoveled because they're more flat. So you have to shovel your roof. Otherwise the snow gets so heavy that it will collapse your roof. And does that happen often? I wouldn't say often because people are normal. They're they're People are used to it. Um, but I remember having to shovel my roof, like just to give you an idea of the amount of snow. When I was a kid in one of the houses I grew up, we had a second floor balcony and my mom without, without even the slightest bit of hesitation, let, all three of us, me and my brother and my sister, we were allowed to jump off the second floor balcony into the front yard because the snow was that deep. Like there was no way of us getting hurt at That's all. That's awesome. By jumping off a did second you, floor did balcony. Did you sink right in? Oh, yeah. Like there was, because of shoveling, on top of the snow being as deep as it was, add shoveling on top of that, shoveling the pathway out to the driveway and whatever else, the snow, like by the time, you know, peak winter, or peak snow season, your shovels that you're you're picking up, you're throwing them as high over your head as you can to get them over the snow banks on beside your pathway because the snow is way above your head. Like it's fucking insane. The snow That's, with the you, snow. You were removal, telling me that yeah, they yeah, do so the islands in the they middle. Windrow, they windrow the middle of the street and then the yeah. snowblower comes along and blows that windrow into the front yard. So by the end of or by the you know, peak of winter, a lot of times the, the stop signs are hard to see because there's so much fucking snow. Okay. I got the stat here. Okay. So Kitimat is one, two, three, four, five, six on the list. Terrace is five for the most amount of snow in one day. February Kitimats was February 18th, 1972 with oh fuck, 44.2 inches in one day, 24 hour period, 112 centimeters. So over a meter. Yeah. Um, terraces was February 11th, 1999. That's probably the one you remember because yeah. it probably happened. It was probably a centimeter less in Kitimat because yep. you're right up the road. And that was 44.6. But the record, do you know where Tatsa West or Lake West in BC is? Negative. It was that same day, the same day that the, that Terrace had that snow and Kitimat. And it was uh, February 11th, 1999, 57.1 inches, 145 centimeters. So we get a little bit of snow. That's fucked. 
Yeah. That's absolutely nuts. So, so in the, and the, the bad, like the bad thing about growing up there with that amount of snow, at least like from like a being a kid and not wanting to do chores thing was we obviously had to shovel. So, so there's Kitimat and there's Totsil Lake. So it's just, okay, just yeah. by Kitimat. Um, having to shovel as a kid was a nightmare because due to the temperature, like it's, it's right at sea level, like Kitimat's right on the channel to the ocean. Yeah. So the, the snow doesn't in Calgary and Alberta, the snow, it stays fucking cold and frozen. So you can use, I mean, a lot of times in the year you can use a, a leaf blower to blow off your driveway, right? Like it's not, especially when it's minus it's not 25 wet snow. Yeah. Kitimat, like the coldest it gets usually is like maybe minus 20 and that minus 20 does feel like minus 30 because of just the climate there. It's a lot, it's like wet cold. It's not like dry cold here. Um, but the snow that we hate wet cold. You, say you get like, say you get a foot of snow, I'd say like at least four to six inches on the bottom is slush. And it's so fucking heavy. So every shovel full that you take it's, is like 50 fucking pounds of, of snow and slush. The worst. So we use, they call it, they're called snow floats. They're, you're, they're like a shovel that looks just like a big scoop with like a big, almost like a, a bar handle bar on the, on the I've top. Seen those, yeah. And you dig it into the snow to get a, to get it full. And then you push down on the handle to pop the shovel up on top of the snow. And then you, because it's too heavy to lift, then you just like float this, the shovel across the, the snow to where you want to dump it, dump it and go back and keep doing that. So you're just basically taking like buckets of snow in these shovels and floating them across the top to dump it on the side in order to get, cause you can't just physically shovel it and scoop it when it gets really, really bad. I mean, most of the time you can shovel it normally, but those, those really bad snowfalls are fucking nuts, dude. I would, those suck. Like yeah. I, I, hate I, I kind of miss it though. Like we I get a I couple do. here that are, they're not that much. Well, we had but quite a bit. last year we had one. Yeah, we had one. one. We had one last year that I think we, I don't know the exact number, but we had, uh, I'd say it was close to two feet overnight. Oh yeah, it like was. It was pretty. Substantial. It was fucking. Wasn't it like the week? That was, was right actually right, right the around day. Christmas. That was actually the day. It was just before Christmas. Yeah. That was the day that. So I showed up to work. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. You told so that story. I showed up to work. I got my ass to work. I get there. We go. We try to get our all of our equipment and trucks and tr- crew shack out to a job site, and it's just a nightmare. Like we're in like a hilled area where it was just like I got stuck like six times just trying to get the dump truck to to the job site. Um, got myself out, but just had to find different routes and backing up, like got stuck in the Confederation Park bowl at one point, had to just basically get momentum going both ways back and forth until I could get up one side and then get to the job site to find out that, uh, one of my coworkers that had called in sick that day had tested positive for COVID. So then because we had just done a week straight of work with them, with that guy, they shut down our whole crew and said, go back to the yard, lock your trucks get in your cars, go home and you're isolating for 14 days. So yeah. I'd isolate for fucking 14 days over Christmas. It sucked. Well, at least you had an excuse not to go see family and not to shovel. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I, I still shoveled. I also never got COVID. So that's cool. Yeah. I didn't, uh, I, I just didn't go see family. I don't know why. Um, but I was following the rules. Yeah. At that point we weren't allowed visiting anybody. No, 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 no. Hanging in out Alberta. Um, that's I remember that snowfall because I, I did a pretty good job. I shoveled probably four or five times in that period because I knew it was happening and I was working from home, so it's kind of easy because I just kept watching it and going fuck. Two hours has passed. I'm gonna go keep shoveling. So I had the sidewalk really good, and then I also had the paths around the cars really good, except for my work car. My work car was buried, so I didn't unpack un unplow it. But my focus, which is now gone, and the and the van, those I had shoveled the pathways around so we could pull out and pull back in. 
Um, so it was kind of, I was so lucky that I was here. Yeah. Had I been at work all day, even just nine, 10 hours away from home, yep, you'd be left. It's just fuck amounts of snow. I learned, I learned that trick from uh, old, uh, my old mama there. She taught me at a young age that. What a wonderful mother. Probably because we grew up in Kitimat. But when yeah, I was fair. a kid, she wouldn't make us do it overnight. But if it was snowing overnight, she would get up every like two hours, go outside and shovel because she knew that if the amount of snow we could get in Kitimat, if she, she knew if we were having a bad snowfall and she just slept through the night and let it go, it'd be a fucking nightmare be in the morning. so much harder. And we'd never get out to go to school. Yeah. So And she's like, fuck it, you guys are going to school. Yeah. Well, Kitimat, you never had snow days. Like, I think there was only... There's I think, probably a lot of kids that didn't show up, though. Yeah, there was sometimes. But I think the only actual snow day that I that I remember growing up... There might have been more, but the one that I remember growing up, the only reason they didn't have school was because we got so much snow that it took down power lines. So there was no power at the school. That makes sense. <laughs> we had we had never... Like, I grew up in Cold Lake until I was 12. So I was school up there... We had snow days all the time, but it wasn't for snow. We had cold days where buses wouldn't run, so school was canceled. Minus my mom, 40, minus yeah, 50. My mom was a teacher, so I went anyway. Yeah. But those days were awesome because they would just open up the gym and you could do whatever you wanted or you could play. You'd watch movies in the classrooms, and it was just a fun time. See, I would take I would take the snow. I would take copious amounts of snow over minus 40 because I work outside. So yeah, for me in the winter, yes. and I'm an essential ser- – I work for essential services, so – it doesn't matter what the weather is. We're well, working. And when it's minus 40, fucking water lines freeze, and then your your yeah. day's even shot even more. So, And we've had years where we don't get enough snow, but we get the cold, and there's no insulation on the ground for this for the frost. And the frost dives down like 9, 10 feet, which freezes services, freezes water mains. Well, maybe not freezes water mains, but it definitely will affect them. You get frost heaves, and then you end up getting broken water mains. Okay, I was just But gonna... you're working, you're working in, in minus 30, minus 40, and you're working like... In wet conditions, I was just going to ask sucks. for for water mains or sewer lines. They don't actually freeze to the point of of them cracking from that. They crack because of the frost heaves in the asphalt and the ground around it. So there's Correct? some some there some uh, yes and no. So there's some areas in Calgary where the their water service lines, which are only usually typically the average copper line or service line, is three quarter inch, and those will some areas they're they're shallow enough that the city actually gives them a run water advisory. So they're told that for basically every cold snap throughout the winter, because of how shallow their lines are, they have to run the water in their sink, the width of a pencil all day. And then you get a discount on the water. I was just going to say, they they probably get a discount for that. But they, they have to do that. Otherwise their, their service lines will freeze if they're not drawing on it enough. As soon as that water sits, it freezes because it's in the frost line. So the water mains, I mean, most I don't think there's, I mean, there's very, very, very few, but most water lines are six inch or higher. Sorry, water mains. Um, this, I'm going, this is going to be super boring for some people. Some water, uh, water mains are four inch, but those are typically PVC. Uh, I don't personally don't remember ever coming across an actual four inches frozen is, water, water. I've been main. told four inches is huge, right? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it depends on the woman. Um, <laughs> what are you talking about? Water lines, water lines. Um, but yeah, no, generally, like, you get, like, circle breaks or fractures in water mains just from, like, frost heaves or, you know, wear and tear. Corrosion. Goddamn wear and tear. Yeesh. But anyways, that's my boring spiel. I had, I, th- I don't know if you were around, I think you were living in Coach Hill at the time when, I don't know if you remember when I lived in Ross Carrick 
and my water froze my water line froze in the middle of winter and i had we had to have a fucking water truck outside yeah water wagon we had to there's no showers the trailer nothing. it was like four days a tra- five days it was yeah. a trailer you had to go out and pour water from the we so this we is, just went and stayed with friends so this is my i, I thought i showered at your house maybe i didn't you might have this is my shower joel's house this is my tip yeah, so, so I heard this it. is my you said this. Uh, yeah. Maybe you didn't say it on the podcast. Say it again. BG it's Dubs. Good. Yeah. So my tip is that Costco they sell fifteen liter jugs of water for like under four bucks. You mean eighteen point nine liter? No, I think they're fifteen liter jugs. They're not the the five gallon ones. They're the same. They're the same thing, but I think they're fifteen liters. If I'm oh, not mistaken. Okay. Either way, they're the green big fifteen liter jugs. Yeah. Um, they sell them there for under four bucks. If like every fourth time you go to Costco, just buy one. Throw it in your cart. Throw it in your basement. Keep it in a cool temperature regulated area. It, it's not going to degrade. It's not going to go bad. It's just going to sit there. And then if you ever have any issues with your water lines or your water main has to be shut off for a service uh, interruption or whatever, you have water at your disposal in your basement for a flushing your toilets or washing your hands or boiling water or whatever. Uh, because there's, I can't tell you how many times that makes sense. we go to areas and we have to shut off the water main to do a uh, job. And, and people then come out and go, Whoa. people come out and they're like bitching because they have to walk out to the truck or walk out to the trailers or they have to walk out and go buy water or whatever. And I'm just like, just have some water in your basement. Plus if the apocalypse happens, you got water, right? Yeah. You got to have water to live, bruh. Also, if you get notified that you're having your water shut off, fill your bathtub up to the top. Yeah. Cause then you can use that to flush your toilets as well or fill your toilets. Oh, bathtub for because so then you just as soon as you flush your toilet, you just take some water out of your bathtub, fill the back of your toilet up again. Yeah, and there's always going to be a mark where your water sits, so you just fill it up to that, and then you can flush your toilet again. It's little things, man. Though that would suck for me when you got a fucking courtesy flush twice every time. Yeah, well, once you know what I mean. Just get a bidet. flush twice. Just get a bidet. Yeah, well, I yeah. Anyway, that was also the the whole toilet paper shortage from COVID. I never had to worry didn't about affect that me because I had a I had a bidet a bidet. It all it could have affected me, but it didn't because my mother in law was fucking. Did she go out and buy copious amounts of toilet paper? No, she just when she saw it, she'd get it. She'd only get one at a time, but she'd be like, "Salia, do you need toilet paper? Michelle, do you need toilet paper?" Like every she goes to Costco like three, four times. Just a week. doing the mothering thing. It was great. It was yeah. So very kind. You guys need uh, shit tickets? Yeah. Um. One other thing I wanted to just talk about. I don't know why this doesn't affect me at all. Fire it up. Technically, but I found earlier today I was talking about how. When someone talked about the Okanagan, I felt like there was a small part of me that was like, hey, they're talking about my life and something I've done. And this is totally a sad note, so I apologize. But I also, I bond with the people and the bands and the movies that I'm into. Yeah. I feel like I'm part of their lives. The podcast. You feel like you're, you feel like you're family because they talk in, 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 a, in like a brotherly conversation like you and I do. Yeah. So you kind of, if you I listen like to I'm them every week, you feel like a part of their it's, lives. And right? so with podcasts, and then I'm just... You know, sad to hear that Jimmy Hayes, I don't know what happened to him. Yeah. From Missing Curfew podcast, former NHL player. Just passed away. Just 30, out of nowhere. 31 years old. They haven't said, I keep trying to look for why. I'm assuming they it probably was will a never heart thing it. or whatever. It doesn't, yeah. he wasn't, uh, to the best of our knowledge, he wasn't a drug guy. It wasn't anything. It was nope. a freak thing. And it's like, it was a week after his kid's second birthday and he, two months after his other kid was born. It's just yeah. so shitty. Got wrenching. And I was sitting there, I was watching, I was reading the, the condolences and I was crying on the couch. And Michelle's like, why are you crying about someone you don't know? I'm like, well, I feel like I know him. Feels like family. Yeah. And yeah. it was just, it was super sad. Well, so, and his, his story was kind of interesting too. Like he came from, I guess, a small town where there was only three 
I mean, only there's obviously small towns where zero go to the NHL, but the, this town that he grew up in, there was only three people from that town that went to the NHL and two of them were him and his his brother. brother. Yeah. And so like his little like story from, from being kind of a small town kid to make into the NH to the NHL and even more so playing for essentially like his, the big hometown there was Boston in that area. He played for the Bruins and like he had a really cool story. Apparently just like an absolute gem of a human being. Well, even like when I used to watch NHL 24 seven, like on on HBO, they had the one year it was Boston. I can't remember who Boston was playing, but Boston was one of the two teams. So they followed the team around and then they followed Jimmy Hayes around because he was, they talked about the fact that he was from Boston. Yeah. He's the local hometown hero. And I was, I remember watching that. I connected those dots after missing Kirby started last year, but I was like, yeah, it's just, it's just, I don't know why it just, it was really sad this week. Yeah, I felt, sh- shout out to the Hayes family. Yeah. I just feel Sucks. real bad. They're never going to hear this, but still no. just, um, anyway, on a, let's not end on a better note. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were, uh, we were going to talk a little bit about traveling. Why don't we just tell like a good, uh, why don't we talk about Cancun for Dusty's wedding? <laughs> oh, we talked about that a little bit, but, Did we? uh, oh yeah, for sure. But the best part of that trip, I'll just the best part was Yan came and picked us up in the morning at like six in the morning because we had to get on a flight from Calgary to Edmonton. Yeah, because figure that one out. Well, because we booked with the travel agent who's from Dustin and Jeunesse lived in Edmonton. Travel agent in Edmonton booked it, so we booked our flight through Calgary to Edmonton that morning. Yeah, and that way we were all on the same flight going to Mexico, which was fun. But Yan <laughs> picked us up. And then he fucking, as we're, I, I remember the exact spot, right by Fodell's Hospital on 16th Ave on our way to the airport. Yan's like, you boys like Mexico? <laughs> and I was just like, fucking super troopers, man. Good line. Yeah. Good line. We, uh, there was what, like 30 people there? Yeah. It's like 30 of us that went down to Cancun. We stayed at an all-inclusive resort. For, so much fun. For Dusty's Mexican legal wedding. And... Yeah, it was, uh, I think, that was it the first or second night that I got, like, blackout drunk? I don't know. I got a couple nights. It was the first or second night. I got blackout drunk. I mixed every sort of alcohol I think exists on planet Earth. Oh, yeah. And tequila like, shots. That wine, was... tequila, whiskey, beer. Coronas. Wine. Lots of Coronas. Yeah, it was, it was not good. And I ended up falling asleep on a beach chair at one point, and then I got back to my room, and I distinctly remember... Oh, this, yeah, we did talk about this because I remember the puke in the sheets thing. Yeah. But I did, I do distinctly remember going to the room and throwing up in the bathroom after I got into bed for a brief period of time, went to the bathroom, threw up, got back into bed, and then I woke up and I found that I had puked in my sleep, which is, could have been life-threatening. <laughs> I don't want to say it, but it's, <laughs> I'm going to say it because it's hilarious. You also were kind of drunk, I think the next day or two days later when we were at lunch. Oh, that is the worst. It's the, it's the most awkward story. It's hilarious. And the funny thing is, like, you guys were so. There's this girl. You're talking about the girl, right? Yeah, Lindsay was yeah. my was my roommate while we were there. We so were she, a room. she, all you guys were all talking about how she had large breasts. Yep. So you guys were all talking about it, and that's all you guys were talking about, whatever. When she wasn't around, but making it sound like it was like she was chill about it, like it was just a funny. Oh, she probably totally was. But then I just like put my foot in my mouth and like just morning drunk we're having breakfast and i said something like you have huge boobs or something. no no exactly what you said is sorry i can't hear you with tits that big or, or with boobs that big or something, something like something that. super ignorant like and that, it was yeah. and it was just like but she wasn't she wasn't upset at all she was, it was just, just like, aw- it was just awkward because it, awkward. it just like came out of nowhere and, and then i was like <laughs> wow that really didn't fly yeah. i was trying to make a joke but yeah, it didn't work definitely anyway, I it was definitely funny. crashed and burned on that um, one also that one time this was a good a good part of the story when Turi, who was Dustin's father-in-law, or to be father-in-law, he was getting married. Uh, 
he went and found Mexican weed. Brown. Brown, bush, bush brown weed. ditch weed. It was great. Um, it got us high. It was fun. We had fun with it. You, but got Naz, you guys high. I didn't smoke. Yeah, you didn't have any. But Naz, that one night, put an entire bag of it in the blender, <laughs> the entire bag, and rolled the entire thing. It was like an eight or nine or ten paper joint. It was, mat- it was the size of a Cuban cigar. And Turi, like everyone had a puff or two and then walked away. And Turi stayed on the deck the entire night and smoked the entire thing. That's until it was gone. nuts, dude. Every, like I went back for seconds, like half an hour later, and he's still out there puffing on Just it. Just chooching. It was, yeah, it was kind of funny. I guess he had to be there. Found twenty bucks. I found twenty pesos after. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember one of the more, uh, one of the fun things too was the uh, booze cruise. We went across to the. I got sick because I was hungover as shit. We that talked morning. about the, the puke, but we didn't. But the the scooters. Scooters. Yeah, we went across to this uh, this little island offshore from uh, Cancun and and. Isla de Mujeres. Sure, and uh, they were like, "Hey, you have three hours." We got off the off the boat, and they're like, "You got three hours to go and explore and shop and whatever." So we go to the island, and I went to uh, this little shop with a buddy or my roommate at the time uh, for the trip. Naz, Naz, and same uh, guy was just who just rolled that cannon. Yeah, man, we uh, rented scooters, and I mean, I'm in board shorts and flip flops and a t shirt on this little like haggard little fucking. 50 cc whatever scooter and we're just bombing around this island and i'm like, so mad we, that i didn't rent scooters with you guys we went to like kind of like sketchy areas too like we went at one point we went behind this school and there was like a bunch of these like kids kids they were like young adults that's ilamu harris playing uh they're playing basketball behind the school and me and naz are here looking like these two retarded gringos like taking stair sets in these busted ass scooters where the fenders are half falling off and like laughing our asses off. And I'm surprised we didn't get shivved for our you guys pockets. Banged the sh- or like, yeah, you, but they were already in rough shape. They yeah. were already in rough shape, but you guys were, but we well, were doing, I remember we were Naz doing, went down a set of stairs. I watched that. He did a set of stairs. I did a stairs drop. We did burnouts. We were like doing bumper cars. Like it was, it was fucking rowdy. See, and I hung out with, I don't know why, but I hung out with Yan and Smashly and <laughs> Smash. we went and just fucking drank all day. Ah, uh, do, 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 do we tell that story? That's what, no, no, no. That's we went. <laughs> we went to the resort, um, where everything was free, and then we go on this island, and it's like, oh, let's go to a bar. And we said we went shopping a little bit, but then we went to a bar and paid for drinks all day. Idiots. Well, I didn't pay for any, but that was, that was a good. It was a good time. That was a great. Time. We also went uh, snorkeling, and I remember seeing a barracuda right Did underneath I go me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there too. There was a. I was like just potting along, do 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 do, and then I see like way below me. I'm looking straight down, and I see this like fish like swim underneath me, and I'm like, that kind of looks like a barracuda. And then it, it like did like a UE and came back, and it was like maybe three feet below me, and it was definitely a barracuda. And I was yeah. like, damn, dude, like that's kind of sketchy. And I don't. I'm kind of like scared of getting bit by sharp teethed animals, so kind of freaked me the fuck out. Yeah, but that was. I didn't. I lived. My better, I, I, that was fun. That I, the water wasn't as nice there. I, I, you know, I'm not. It was a little not, choppy. Not, not it was a little to, choppy. Not trying to brag, but I went, I went to fucking, I went snorkeling in Hawaii. You know, at the crater in by Maui. There, it was fucking gorgeous. Aye. But uh, that was like the water in Hawaii is fucking oh, blue yeah. and crystal clear. You don't, you don't know the feeling. And my father-in-law always says it's, it's that aloha spirit, and it's a real thing. Like you go to Hawaii. We went to uh, Kauai, which is an island, one of the islands. It's, it's fucking beautiful. Like it's it's very like it's way less established. It's not like a big touristy spot. There's tourists like it's touristy, but of it's course. not nearly what it is. It's on not like, like Maui. Yeah. It's not like Hawaii. 
Um, and we just went from basically just rented a vehicle for the week. We were there for a week and we just went beach to beach and little, you know, restaurant to restaurant. And it was just fucking unbelievable. The like the, just the feeling you get while you're there is just like so relaxed. When you were telling me about the fucking, the nice, another nice part of it too was the fucking, uh, like the rainforest and shit. Yeah. Well, That's you go my, from the South side, spots. the South side of Kauai, I think it's. Kauai is also where Jurassic Park was filmed. Koi, I, 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 I went up to the gates there yeah. and did the road trip. Fucking worst road trip ever, but it was sweet seeing the poles. Yeah. The gates aren't there. It was just poles, but, but yeah, but the, the, the forest is beautiful. If you drive, like you can't drive the entire, out. there's a road that goes along from like the southwest corner up all the way around to like the northwest corner, but you can't really drive north, south on the west side of the island. But the drive, like if you're in the south side, so one day we started for breakfast in the morning on the south side of Kauai and then... And it was like dry hot, like super, super dry, really, really hot, like tropical hot, whatever. Get in the vehicle after breakfast, start driving. We just go beach to beach, like I said, up the up the southeast side, up to the northeast side. And there's like a town, Honolulu Bay, like a little spot kind of northwest, I think. Um, and it's like rainforest. It's like just so humid and like that's what I, I live for that. Like humid tropical is like the best thing ever. Humid tropical when it's not. 30 degrees is fine. When it was 20 28. Degrees, it was yeah. 28 and, oh, and humid hot. And it was like, for me, like being a ginger and being like, I get like here, it's like, it's so dry. I have to like, my skin dries out being there. Like, dude, my skin was like so moist and just like, uh, as long as like, there's a breeze, the humidity the when it's like in new Orleans, it was fucking humid. And I was there in January and it was humid and just uncomfortable. And I've heard that in the summer there, it's fucking ridiculous. Cause it's like 35 degrees oh, yeah. and hot and humid. Yeah. And, and it's still, I like There's I like no humidity, wins. man. I, I don't care. I like to sweat. Like you just chug water and you just sweat, and it doesn't even matter. No one cares because everybody's sweating. Yeah, that's good I, shit. I get uncomfortable with sweating. I don't, I don't know why. Because I feel like because I'm a fat guy, I think like people look at me. I bit, get tit sweat brighter. when I start sweating in like a gray t-shirt. Well, we it were, looks like I got a smiley at, face. It was humid at BGW last <laughs> yeah, weekend. Dude. Me and you, we had sweats under our titties. <laughs> we had sweats on our back, and it was just like yeah. ah, whatever. Just we're, wearing, up, we're wearing gray shirts. Just ended up having to go tarps off. Tarps off. Tarps off. But yeah. um. Hawaii. So my first honeymoon, the like, I mean, the first wife. Yeah, you've had two, son of a bitch. Yeah, the first one. So we did a cruise around the Hawaiian Islands, and then back to Canada. But we were in Oahu for five days first, and we rented a car, which is kind of the same thing that I do with Michelle. I just kind of copied that. But we rented the car, you and hear we, that, Michelle. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. She knows it. Just kidding. We uh, we rented the car and drove as far as you can on the west coast of Oahu, and then there's a road. So, and then it turns into a military base, so you can't yeah. go up there anymore. And then you drive back around, and then there's a road that goes up the middle through, like, the Dole Plantation, so you see all the pineapples and shit. And then you can go left for a little while until it stops, or I guess the west again, until it stops, and then military that same military base, you can't go around. And then you can ride the ring road around the other side. So it's like you could go up the middle and around both sides, but not the full way. Anyway. It was fun driving through because, yeah, you're in, you're on the ocean, you're on the coast, and then you see all the coastal towns, and then you go up to the other side, and it's like that's where um, 51st Dates was filmed, Oahu. Yeah. Um, same thing with Forgetting Sarah Marshall that was filmed there as well. Turtle Bay? Well, Turtle Bay is out on the north side, yeah. But yeah. Or not. So that island. Yeah, it's on that island. I don't know where Turtle Bay is. Either yeah. way, it's on that island. My in-laws know. They've, they've been to Hawaii like seven times. That's their spot. Yeah. So that's where Shave Ices came from. It's from the north 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 shore on Oahu. Not to be mistaken with Shaved Ice. But yeah. Well, it's they don't have a D there. It's just Shave Ice. I don't know. Hawaiian Shave Ice. I don't get it. 
But around the around the other side, there's a huge Mormon temple and a huge Mormon community, and it's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. And then there was this place that you pull into, and it's like rainforest and bird sanctuary, and we walked through there, and I don't know, it's it's beautiful. If I could move somewhere on Earth, it'd be Hawaii. And the reason I like it so much is it's got it's got the same things as like it's beautiful. It's like any other Pacific island or even Caribbean island. It's got that the beautiful beaches and all that nice stuff. Good weather. But it's got all the amenities you'd want because it's American. Yep. I mean that in a good way. I know there's part of it that that makes it a bit shittier, but that's why if I wasn't American, I don't know why everyone doesn't fucking just move there. Do you know, you know, you remember Kelly? Yeah. My friend from Kitimat? Yeah. Uh, Her and her husband, they moved to Hawaii. I don't know which island. I don't remember. But they moved to Hawaii. Uh, She's, she was or is going to university there and her husband's working there um, and they live in fucking Hawaii. It's no big deal. I'd, I'd live in Hawaii. See, I, would live in in Canada, I would live in Hawaii in a heartbeat. As a Canadian citizen, if we want to move somewhere, we have Toronto, fucking the island, Vancouver. Do you know what, though? Uh, the last trip I went to Toronto, we did a lot more kind of walking around before we had a Jays game to go to. So that day, we basically allotted to just like walking around mm-hmm. these like, can't remember what it's called, but certain this area in Toronto. And it's like, you know how Inglewood is? Very like yep. small store trendy. front kind of trendy hipstery yeah. areas. That is probably the only thing that I've seen that's very, very cool and like kind of attractive to me about Toronto was that one spot. Now, having said that, probably costs an arm and a leg to actually live there. Oh, but totally. if I was, if, if I was, you know, had all the freedom and money to move to a spot in Toronto, that would be, otherwise it wouldn't be Toronto period. Yeah. Iceland. Um, Iceland. Well, but again, I, I, that's why I want Hawaii because it's like, all year good weather you know the good spot that's the biggest thing too is if i had like if we're talking like moving somewhere that's nice it would definitely be somewhere that doesn't have winter involved so in canada you have the island that's yeah. it that's your only option yeah and but, I don't, but the island i don't like it the island in winter is like they do get snow and they and if it's not snowing they get rain and gray there's no sun it's just gray rainy fucking they, cold there's flowers there it's kind of nice it is nice, but I, I love don't, visiting. There. I think I would rather the sun here because we get sun all winter long here. I agree. That's why. Versus, that's why the Okanagan was like it yeah. was good for a while, but I got kind of sick of the winters there. Gray and rain, man. Gray and rain, and or well, they hit snow. I had and snow. snow, but uh, the island it's just. I also feel claustrophobic a little bit there. Anyway, what I think is fucked up, real quick. Yeah, what I think is fucked up is that that uh, residents of the island they don't have any sort of program for those people. To, to have take the ferry, ferry passes. That's and it's like a hundred bucks for two people in a car to get across the ferry. It's fucked. Anyways, it's been it's been a slice, Daryl. It has been, been a nice slice. chat, and we ch- we I think we talked about pretty much everything today. We kind of went all over the map. Yeah, I like it, which is um, fine. Today the the code word for today is broken ladder rose cider because they're our sponsor this week. Sure, um, they're not paying us anything, and I paid them to have this, but it was. Fucking incredible. And, and appropriately, I'm drinking a Wave Pool Tropical IPA. Oh. Yes. I've, I've definitely gravitated towards the tropical IPAs. Lately. And the sours. Yeah, you, uh, you like those sours. This, uh, Maybe I, I'm I wasn't just sure how up. they made this rosé, but it's 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 apples and cherries. Nice. Is what makes it a rosé. I think I'm just making up for lost time with the citrus thing since I had a <laughs> brief period <laughs> in my life where I didn't have a any A brief citrus. period? Yeah, it was like my teenage to like... 20, oh, 20, I thought you 20. started as a little kid, so it was only a teenager. No, I was like teenager okay, so to like 20. Yeah, we always had five. to order special pizzas at the house. 
Yeah. Only ranch or cheese sauce. Couldn't do fucking tomato yeah. sauce. My brother reminded me, though, when we were at kids camp growing up, they had, there was like a Bible kids camp that we went to. It was kids camp and teen camp. I've been there. And they're awesome. Yeah, your dad spoke there, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, me and my brother, because we were, we're quote unquote allergic to tomatoes, citrus, high citrus fruits, tomato is a fruit. Um, they would make me and my brother special and my sister special pizzas for just us with ranch sauce instead of pizzas or tomato sauce. So it is actually bomb. It's actually fucking real good. No cap. If you want to try it one day, just try it. Just get a pizza, get ranch on it. It's not ever going to totally replace regular I've had it. pizza sauce, but ranch sauce on a pizza once in a while. Fuck. It's good, man. I like the pine and go cheesy cheddar. I forgot about the cheesy cheddar, man. This is you, fucking so good. here's a fun fact. Panago, any of their dipping sauces. You can buy big jars. Any, I mean, we used to oh. do that. Any of their dipping sauces that they have, you can get any of those dipping sauces on the pizza as the sauce. Yeah, yeah. So cheesy cheddar was our go-to dipping, and we found out that you could actually order cheesy cheddar as the pizza sauce. That's so fucking good. It was good. ridiculous. The meatball pizza with cheesy cheddar. The calories, bro. Dude, we used to fucking mow. Yeah. We'd get... We'd order two pizzas, one each, and that would be our dinner. Yep. We'd each eat a fucking large pizza. Yep. I tried to save a couple slices for lunch <laughs> the next day. Didn't use that. And then two hours later, and I did this on the. So I did, Billy would well, tell the story. We'd have some beers, and then you get, you're, I'm hungry but, again. But Billy would tell the story. When we were on tour one time, we were in Manitoba, and we went to a restaurant, and I'm like, I'll get a large pizza. And I, I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll save it for the road trip later. And then fucking an hour after dinner, I'm in the van fucking before the show eating a slice. And then after the show, I have a couple more and there's nothing left. And they're like, you said that was for like dinner tomorrow. Like, nah, wow. nah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. It didn't last. I got, I got second Z's. I got 11 Z's. Second w- dinners. W- what can I say? But uh, hey, good yeah. times. Anyway. All right, bro. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, Thanks bro. for coming. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Always a good time. Everybody, we love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.